0: Hello and welcome to episode 30 of RangerPod, the podcast that shows our awkwardly dubbed cousin Jeremy round the morphing grid one episode at a time. I'm PDT, I'm sort of an expert in Power Rangers, and joining
1: me is Grax. Hi there everyone, how are you all
0: doing? You always do this, ask them how they're doing, like we're meant to now wait for them to respond.
1: Okay, well maybe we should say, say something like, uh, how are you all doing?
0: Woo! I'm
1: doing okay! No, I'm doing okay.
0: You've Uh, got to do that for every one of our 42 subscribers. uh, 42?
1: Oh, this is going to take us ages.
0: We can see the download stats. We know how it's going. (laughs) Yeah. We did actually put out a call for if people have got any questions or anything they wanted to ask us at this point. Yeah. So should we get through a bit of business before we get to today's episode?
1: Absolutely. I think that's a great idea.
0: Okay, well, first of all, we had Khan saying, Tell us about how handsome and fabulous Khan McLeod is. I mean, mate, they're going to see your videos if we're pointing towards you. They're going to know how fabulous and handsome you are.
1: Um, Along with us, the great yeah. sensual voice that you have. I mean, it's a complete package.
0: He does have a very sensual voice, yeah. And yeah, so do check out Khan McLeod's Twitter, Helmets Henshin, because he's actually put together a very special video that should be out by the time you hear this. Mm-hmm. And it's... The Morph from Q-Ranger, the current Super Sentai series, dubbed in with a load of voices, some of whom might be a bit familiar to you.
1: Mm. I'm genuinely looking forward to seeing the final product, which we will have seen when this podcast is out. It's a really, really cool project.
0: Yeah, I mean we're in it is what I was hinting at yeah, yeah. before.
1: Well, I didn't want to be so, so blunt about it, but yeah, I'm in it. PDT's in it. We'll put the link in, in the description in the text below so you can link straight towards and watch it.
0: Then we had a question from Quinn, who just wanted us to like devote a whole podcast to him, basically. I mean, he says, can you discuss how all the world's leaders are seemingly uninterested in Rita and the moon base and monsters and just leave it to the Power Rangers? You know, no military help trying to help or hinder the Rangers. Quite happy to watch the same city destroyed. Why aren't Russia, China, EU, etc. demanding where the US suddenly got giant fighting robots? Now, look, this is something we could devote a whole episode to, picking apart that kind of thing.
1: It's quite an interesting question, and then it leads on to other questions, like why are they so unaffected by earthquakes, which seem to be happening on a weekly basis now?
0: And what happened to Kimberly's bag? That question has still
1: yet to be answered. What was inside (laughs) the bag?
0: Yeah, but no, look, my theory on this is that most of the world does not believe that this stuff is happening.
1: What do you mean, not you believe know? it's happening? It's happening. It's, it's on the TV. It's on all the it's TV. It's
0: localised to one city. Ah. To one city in America. And that's the other thing. Even if people do believe it's happening, they're just like, eh, it's not affecting anywhere else. Let's just let us just let them get on with it.
1: <laughs> I suppose. What happens in your backyard? Yeah, kind
0: sp- of, yeah. Because the minute like anyone else's military gets involved... Rita's going to be like, ah,
1: I've got to defeat the military. But that's her whole plan. She's planning to take over the entire planet or destroy the entire planet, depending on what episode it is. Yeah, but they don't know that.
0: All they know at the moment is that she keeps attacking this one city in America.
1: I think it's a bit more sinister than that. I think it's more of a government cover up.
0: Well, I think you're wrong. Um, I
1: mean, think about it, if if people actually realise that there is an evil space alien witch on the moon full of space monsters that come in on a weekly basis to try and destroy or capture or take over the world, think of what would happen with the world's population, they would go bananas, they would go crazy, wars would probably erupt over this, and the world would go through a nuclear winter that the likes have never been seen if they knew that there was an evil space witch on the moon. Yeah. And I, what I'm saying is it's a big cover up and every week they manage to spend billions and well, millions in the 90s, millions of dollars to cover up this conspiracy every week to make sure that, that people in Washington, people in Los Angeles, people in Japan don't know this is happening because ignorance is bliss.
0: Yeah, and all I'm saying is we don't like listeners who think, Quinn, if you want to just go and take it down to 41... You know, we don't like listeners who have like independent thought.
1: Hey now, no, that's not that's not cool. We like we like our free-thinking independent listeners who yeah, ask us critical we? questions, especially when they bring us some more listeners and try and share the show and tell everyone how great of a show these two British guys are, are doing.
0: That is very true actually because we do genuinely only have 42 subscribers. So, you know, if you can tell your friends, if you can leave us reviews and things. Yeah. It would be hugely appreciated just to get the word. I mean, look, we're carrying on at the moment because we're kind of enjoying it, so we're going to keep going. But yeah, honestly, it would be nice if we were
1: broadcasting to more people. Do the smart thing. Do the intelligent thing. Like I know you are intelligent.
0: Yeah. To be fair, I know Quinn. I've seen Quinn posting on Reddit and things, which is more than we do. That's fantastic. Thank you so- Thank so, you very much. Yeah. Thank you, Quinn. But stop. Stop being a. D- <laughs> um, speaking of. D- Murdering Scrawler has tweeted us. He's another of our regular listeners, and he simply said, "Billy is a d-. He's not wrong there. He did ask a few other questions. How how come there are no mass funerals after the buildings
1: collapse? There are, but they're all covered up by the government. Like no one needs to know about all these mass. But why why services. would we
0: see the mass funerals anyway? It's a kids' show. That's
1: a very good point.
0: I mean, also I think quite often the buildings are abandoned because, let's face it, why would you be working in? one of those buildings at this point
1: yeah i mean it's been what 30 weeks now 31 weeks or so and you know the dangers which are happening in angel grove frankly i'm surprised it's not the town the city i'm surprised it isn't bankrupt
0: he's asked another question does grax actually say putties or puddies i genuinely can't work it out (laughs) Uh,
1: (laughs) um it depends on how fast i'm speaking uh you're right, it is puttees, but sometimes I just speak so quickly and incoherently, it just comes as buddies.
0: I know he says juice and gym bar, which annoys me every week. I, you know, I think it's an affectation at this point, but it's uh, yeah. it's wrong.
1: Yeah, oh, you're right, yeah. it is the gym and juice bar. But again, sometimes I mix up my words.
0: Will you be covering any of the Xmas specials or the original films? Ah, Probably.
1: Yeah. I mean, how many Christmas specials were there?
0: There were a few. There, yeah, during the first few years, there were Christmas specials. There was a Christmas um, special
1: where it was all dedicated to Alpha, if I remember. Yeah,
0: that's the first season's Christmas special. Oh, so, good. yeah, there's a good chance we'll hit that one at Christmas. Mm. Um, again, it'll you know, we get asked this question periodically on Twitter, people saying, oh, you know, are you going to do Zeo and, re- and, you know, beyond? The answer is we're just going to keep going until we get bored, or essentially. We... Yeah,
1: or we just cannot do this anymore. I mean, it's... And right now I'm in the state of, I want to keep doing this. I really want to keep doing this. But it, it, unless we grow and get more popular, we might not be able to.
0: Yeah, make our podcast grow.
1: Yeah, we need to reach a star for this.
0: Yeah, that's the simple answer. You know, we could stop next week. We could stop in four years time. We could stop in 20 years time. Probably not that last one. Um, <laughs> he also says, is Alpha 5 a girl or a boy? Alpha 5 is gender neutral, I believe, I think. Alpha Five was played by a girl, I think, but there was a man doing the voice. And Ben has tweeted a link to us, which I've not actually looked at. Will you ever be covering this episode, and where does it fit in canon? Right, okay, okay. What he's clicked on is a Power Rangers porn parody, Mighty Muffin Pounder Rangers. Uh, <laughs> it's the tra It's the trailer for it. Uh, I tell you what, I'm I'm just gonna. Click play on this. Oh, yeah? Uh, and mm-hmm. I'll, I'll tell you my thoughts. Wood Rocket is proud to present... Oh, God. Goldor is shagging the Megazord from behind. Oh. Um, Wait, that's not right. And Alpha is a dildo. And just went, ooh, 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 ooh! That sounds right. I guess. Um, Alpha, Rita is coming. Recruit a sexy group of multicultural college co-eds who know karate. <laughs> yeah, uh... Oh, I think I've seen this. I, yeah, I've, I've seen bits of this.
1: I've seen. Um, yeah, I've, I've heard about this as well. I've actually heard that. I think it's free to watch on their website.
0: I think it is. Yeah, and I've seen a bit of it, and it seemed to be. It seemed to be a retelling of the Green Ranger story, but without any of the cool bits, and you know him turning bad, and it just it was just a mass orgy, basically. So there we go. We've now covered Mighty Muffin the Rangers, I think, <laughs> satisfactorily. <laughs>
1: Um, how can you say that title with a straight face
0: i know i yeah okay so it's been 10 minutes and we've not actually talked about today's episode no should we get on to it because we are looking at the rock star yeah is the title talking about jason or an unimaginatively titled villain who knows
1: (laughs) well we do and we're going to tell you what happens well whenever pdc says go
0: well, it first aired on November 4th, 1993. I've got to get that important bit of information in first. Yes. I'm going to uh. say, go for it, Grax. Tell us what happened in it.
1: Okay, so it's time for a holiday. The heroes are getting ready for their field trip in... You're B- right.
0: It is time for a holiday, isn't it? Yeah,
1: yeah. Let's just, just put this down. Let's get out of here.
0: Bye. No, I'm meant to be the one who walks out on this section. Um, the Power Rangers go on a field trip, and it's the final time we see the rad Bug. And Trini brings in some snacks and their snails, um, and the Jason's like nice shirt. Does that come with cheese? Uh, and then Jeremy is entirely. I'm just reading from my notes here. Jeremy is entirely eighty yard. Why does she even send the putties at the park? Um, poorest earthquake ever. Wobbly camera. Teleport to the beach. They're at the beach. Magic polystyrene. Billy didn't morph. Rather having to hold the rocks down in the pool. The rock star is cool. Lots of Scorpina. Um, What does that say? Jeremy just tosses it away. Billy, where? Why does the mirror stop blasting? Why do they destroy it? Why doesn't Jeremy wander up Jason? And we don't need a recap, Jeremy. Okay, I think you'll agree that was much better than what Grax normally does. Woo!
1: Woof, I needed that break. Yeah, no, you Ah. had a good time, Grax. Right. So, uh, that was a great holiday. I feel relaxed by the beach, by the pool, by the holiday resort. Yeah. So, we're, we're good
0: now. We have recapped the Rockstar.
1: Oh, really? Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, I, I did a fantastic job of
1: doing it. Did you cover every single important point of the episode? I feel like I did, yes. Because, <laughs> I mean, there wasn't much to talk about, was there?
0: Not really. There's a magic mirror and it blasts people, except when it doesn't.
1: That was one of the many, many things which caught me by surprise, just thinking... For a start, the mirror—the mirror of destruction. Now that sounds like an amazing name for an artifact, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, it's not, is it? Well, it's a good well it name. kind of is.
1: It's a good name, and when Jeremy actually finds it with the with the map that he fishes out from the sea with Jason, it it's all right. It looks like a mean disc. It's got like horns and like thorns and all sorts of crazy stuff.
0: Yeah, I mean, we're sounding even more incoherent than ever. <laughs> Okay, this this has most of the rangers going off on a field trip. Yes. And as I said, it is the final appearance of the Radbug. Oh, no. Rest
1: in peace, Radbug. This is... Burn in hell, Radbug, because you were not useful whatsoever, as far as hey. I'm concerned. Hey, hey, you were the only way to fly. Oh, I'm glad we'll never hear that again.
0: <laughs> yeah, and Trini brings them snails,
1: which... Chocolate-covered snails.
0: That was actually quite funny, the way they all throw it behind them in unison. When they realise what it is. She turns her back, they throw them. Yeah, I was like, yeah, that's, that, that's a good gag. Mm-hmm. Well done, Power Rangers. Well done, actors. Yeah, well, are they actors? Mm. <laughs> are we going that far? <laughs> yeah, so it's mostly about Jason and his cousin, Jeremy. Yes, his young cousin, Jeremy.
1: I believe to be entirely dubbed in. I'm so glad you noticed that, because I listened to this episode and I thought, wait, hang on, this sounds a bit off. Because you don't, yeah, they did. The, the first time you hear Jeremy was at the beach, where it's windy and it's, and it's by the cliffside. Yeah. So I thought, okay, so clearly everything is dubbed over because it's windy. They needed to go back to the studio and re record all the audio to be heard.
0: Except Jason wasn't dubbed over.
1: He was at points, but not at other points. You're right. Yeah. And they weren't in a windy area in the woods.
0: Yeah, well that's it. Anytime him and Jason were talking, it was just really obvious the difference in audio quality.
1: Yeah. I was so confused. I was wondering what's going on. And and then it just goes completely weird when Jeremy is on his own in the woods and I swear, I swear, it's a completely different actor. Probably. He's kinda of yeah. like a deeper voice, just oh, where is where did everybody go? And then it goes back <laughs> to his Jeremy voice. <laughs>
0: Oh, dear. Well, if it's good enough for Goldar, it's
1: good enough for Jeremy. Yeah, and we've pointed this out a few times before. We've pointed out how well, Goldar sounds different sometimes, Zordon sounds different sometimes, and who can forget the classic where the Green Rangers in the Dragon's Order, the Dream Ranger Saga, go? No way! <laughs> yep, yeah, no, you're, you're right. But this is like an entire episode where one person sounds radically different. audibly sounds so i was wondering if you knew any history about this can you give an explanation why this kid sounds radically different from everybody else
0: no kids in power rangers quite often tend to be dubbed in i don't know exactly why that is i don't know if there's any restrictions on them working or anything um i'm just trying to see if there's anything about it no i mean it literally just says richard lee jackson as jeremy it Mm. doesn't doesn't even mention him being
1: dubbed over. Yeah, so it makes you wonder, was it because his microphone wasn't working at the t- filming, so they had to re-record it at the studio? It
0: might be. And I guess if they had to re-record one line, they had to re-record, especially if it was with a different actor. Yeah. I honestly have no answers for you. Just like I don't have answers as to why Rita decides to send the putties at this point. I don't understand why, because she, she's like, oh, I'm going to stop them with putties. no. Send a monster, you lazy cow.
1: Ah, well, maybe it was just Jason and a little kid. Maybe he thought that the little child would be a handicap and the putties would be able to defeat Jason, which obviously they don't.
0: No, because five putties can only defeat Billy or at a pinch, maybe Kimberly. Hmm. yes. Or Tommy on the Island of Illusion.
1: (laughs) Yeah. You're right. Rita didn't actually need to get the Power Rangers involved. She didn't need to send putties against the Power Rangers. Her plan was to never go against the Power Rangers. That's the whole reason why she was waiting for them to go on holiday.
0: Yeah, well, I guess the idea was that Jason was in the way. Because had he found the map by
1: this point? I don't think he had, had he? No, what had happened was after Jason and Jeremy defeated the putties on the beach, they decided to go off the cliff and do some fishing. And they do some fishing, fishing, fishing. Then Jeremy pulls out this bottle and he goes, open it, Jeremy. And they opened it. And then there's like gold dust everywhere. Gold pixie dust everywhere, which causes an earthquake. It's a bottle of sparkles. A bottle of sparkles causes an earthquake so powerful that they felt it. uh, The rat bug felt it zordon at the command center felt it that's how powerful it was
0: did rita feel it
1: no she didn't she, she doesn't feel i asked
0: because bandora felt the earthquake in the in the japanese one or well the lightning that came out of the bottle really because the japanese one they got lightning rather than sparkles uh, uh shall i tell you about the japanese episode
1: yeah yeah let's let let's just put the, a pen on this power ranger stuff because i want to hear some more exciting stuff from Zoo ranger which I'm sure will happen
0: Well, it starts, because it's Zoo ranger With a small boy yay! And he's fishing at the beach, he reels in a bottle Pulls out the bottle and he's like What's this? And yeah, he opens the bottle And lightning that affects Both Barza and the Zoo rangers And Bandora And Barza explains that someone's finally Found the map to the Mirror of Ruin mm, Not the- as
1: cool as Mirror Destruction That's a better name, I think
0: well, I don't know, I quite like Mirror of Ruin but that might be a translation quirk, so it might even be Mirror of Destruction. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the point is, he opens the bottle, and Barza's like, yeah, all the dark energy stored in there over millions of years like came out, and that, that's how it affected them. I so see. I like that they actually gave us an explanation for that rather than gold sparkles for no reason. So anyway, Barza's like, you must find the map and burn it. And then we go to this like pleasure resort where there's like loads of animals and things, and you get stock footage of animals, and flamingos doing a running dance thing really yeah it's weird because that's where the kid's mum works and where the kid lives i guess geki turns up at the island and he's he asks the kid you know if you seen it and the kid's like nope i haven't seen it um uh, now i want a tip for that information and they're like go away
1: <laughs> <laughs> the little child is trying to hustle the power rangers
0: yeah he's trying to get 100 yen out of them Which I I don't know how much that is, but these days it's probably like a million pounds. And so anyway, yeah, the kid's like, oh, well, that'll teach you. And then walks off. But then Lamia costs him, that's Scorpina. Mm -hmm. And she gets the rock monster because he's like, I'm not giving you the map. So she assembles the rock monster called Gunrock. Or I think he's either called Gunruck, or that's the name of his weapon. But anyway, he fires one at Dan the Blue Ranger, who mm. gets one of these polystyrene boulders stuck to him. Oh, what well, fantastic they are. So he's bogged down for most of the episode, which is why Billy disappears from the episode without ah. much reason. But we'll talk about that. Mm-hmm, yes. So, yeah, everyone congregates around the pool. Like, the villains are there, the two rangers are there, the little boys there. Squat and baboo end up losing the child somehow. As I like in the American one the black and yellow rangers get boulders on them in the pool and mm-hmm. they're, they're out of action for a while. Mm-hmm. Geki and May go to the kid's mum where they hear a sub story about how like, her husband died and her husband always wanted to go to Europe so the boy wants to take her to Europe so that's why he's obsessed with money. So he thinks the map leads to treasure. As you do. As you do. Uh, so he finds this sundial and slides it open. There's this beam of red light that comes out of it. And like everyone sees the beam of light. And they're like, follow the beam of light. So anyway, yeah, they go and get him. And he, they all corner him at the cave. And the rangers are like, no, that's actually, it's not treasure. It's going to kill you if you look into it. Ah. And he's like, no way, you're lying. But then Lammy and the others turn up anyway and start fighting. Uh, the They tell the boy to get out of there and he starts wandering off with the chest. Mm -hmm. The rock monster fires his attacks at the red and pink rangers. They get held in place by the rocks Mm -hmm. and they get demorphed. So, like, they're all out of action now. And the kid finds the mirror and holds it up to a few putties, destroys them. Yep. Then he's like, "Ah, you take it." He sees the the Rangers are gonna get killed, and he throws the mirror in the air, where it opens up. The Rock Monster looks at it because he shouts, "Look at this!" Yeah. So he throws it up. The mirror opens, destroys the Rock Monster. So does the mirror shoot out like
1: an energy beam, like in the Power Rangers? Yes, it yeah, back. it
0: does. That's the same. It's the same energy beam. Yeah. Right. Cool. Scorpion gets the mirror grows. There's the Zord fight. Kind of pretty much as in the American episode, then the boy and his mum are reunited, and the Zoo Rangers get to watch some
1: flamingos.
0: The end.
1: Hmm. I'm. I'm. I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling super excited. Uh, compared no, to- it
0: was it was an okay episode of Zoo Ranger, but yeah, not not really, any not anything more to write home about than the American episode was. To be honest.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know. So so they're all fighting out this whole holiday resort right because that's what it looks like the power rangers and i'm guessing yes yeah
0: no they are at this holiday resort that's where all the flamingos are it's basically a zoo okay and a paradise and Uh, yeah uh, it looks quite nice actually i'd
1: like Mm. to go there and then they were fighting on the beaches and the cliffs in the zoo ranger footage
0: they will fight them on the beaches yes Ah,
1: yes Mm. yes
0: Yeah, which I didn't really get, because the field trip guys were clearly at the beach. And then Zordon says, teleport to the beach. And rather than going where, which bit of beach, Zordon, because we're at one bit of beach. You know, Jason might be at another one, but we don't know where.
1: Well, I just kind of assumed that Zordon used some sort of tracking device, like he tracks all the other Power Rangers and sets up the coordinates. I don't know, something like that. But the thing is, I didn't actually know where they were going for their field trip because they could have been going to a different city. They could have been going to the beach. It's never actually explained where they're going. It's
0: just a field trip. Come on, when you were at school, you never actually had destinations for your field trips, did you?
1: Uh, Well, it's been many, many, many a year since I was at school. um, I can't remember. Come on, the
0: teachers were just like, hey, let's go on this field trip. Um, and then you'd, you'd like go around their house, and they'd be like, "Come on, the field trip's in my bedroom." And what? Yeah.
1: Uh, no, I uh, never had a field trip in a teacher's bedroom. Uh, oh, okay. Pete, is um, is, uh, is that what you did? Uh,
0: no, no, no. Oh, no,
1: okay. No,
0: no. I imagine that's no. just w-
1: what happened with other kids, right? Not, not to
0: you. Yeah, yeah, not, not to me. I would never, I'd never, I'd never. Uh... Um, so it's the worst earthquake ever. <laughs> <laughs> um no It's just a the, it's just a wobbly camera effect that doesn't change through any of the scenes that it cuts
1: to. Nah, you got to wonder how they did that. I mean, maybe it was just like a a wobble effect on whatever editing software they had because
0: I think it was. Yeah. <laughs> Why would the
1: power of quake be so powerful to <laughs> cuz uh, they just left it on by mistake and go, "Oh no, we've accidentally wobbled Zord on." Uh, well, that wasn't supposed to happen, but we can't change it now. <laughs>
0: And also, okay, so where does Billy run off to?
1: Yes. Okay, so for those who didn't watch the episode, which is pretty much nobody, what happens is um, Jeremy walks, w- w- wanders off. The five heroes are trying to find Jeremy. Zordon tells them to go fight Scorpina. Billy volunteers himself to go search for Jeremy.
0: And that's the last time we see him until he turns up at the beach.
1: All of a sudden, he turns up at the beach, fully morphed and uh, ready to fight Scorpina. Yeah. So what happened... During that time
0: Well I'll tell you what didn't happen He didn't follow Jeremy (laughs) Hell no He's nowhere to be seen in any of those scenes I mean I know he's Well I mean look we know why it is It's because obviously Dan was already demorphed and held down by a rock elsewhere Yes And I think I might be right in saying you actually see Dan in the background of one of the fight scenes
1: I wouldn't be surprised I mean there were were lots of rocks and boulders being shot at the swimming pool and stuff like that, so I wouldn't be surprised if it was in one of the sets.
0: I seem to remember seeing one of these compilation videos where it's like, here's the times that Japanese actors turned up, and yeah, I think he's in the background on this one, Mm. but there we go. You know, people know I'm going to say these things, because I've already told them my notes, but they really are having to hold the rocks down in the pool, aren't they? (laughs) Like, they're clearly polystyrene rocks and polystyrene floats. yeah. So these poor suit actors are going, oh, no, the rocks are dragging me down and as the like, rocks it's... are kind of pulling up at the water. Oh,
1: no, they're, they're they're dragging me down as I put my entire weight on top of the rocks. Face this, down. This... Help, I'm drowning. I'm not drowning.
0: <laughs> I'm not drowning. If anything, it's a float. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, that was... Yeah. You know, the suit actors tried to sell it, I suppose, but... Yeah. Then we get the Rockstar monster, and I, I genuinely think he was a pretty awesome monster. I
1: agree. I think he's definitely up there with the top 10 best designing monsters, and he was pretty effective too.
0: Yep, yeah, with his magic sparkly rocks.
1: Yeah, which just shoot from his guts all the time. I think it's pretty effective, and the monster would have probably won if it hadn't been for Jeremy being all gun-ho with the uh, a gun, with as in bullet, not as in gun-ho. He's not all... Yeah. um cowboyish with his mirror blasting everything inside destroying that putty <laughs> and the side of a mountain and then like destroying the rock monster conveniently and he's like oh i wanted him to grow and be really menacing, but he's like yeah. obliterated
0: do we think that the mirror only had three shots in it
1: okay i'm glad you brought this up i don't understand what's going on Because if it had only three shots, it's terrible. Because, okay, so Jeremy finds the mirror. He opens it up by mistake. Actually,
0: I think in the American one, it's worse, isn't it? I think it's possibly only two shots.
1: From what I remember, Jeremy destroys a putty, uh, who is kicking him a bit. Then he shoots off randomly at the mountain. And then he destroys Rockstar. And then he goes, this is too hot to handle. And casually throws it off the cliff. It's like, don't throw it. That's
0: just dangerous. That annoyed me. Why couldn't they have done that? Because I, I believe it was a fairly close-up shot on the mirror opening up yeah, in the sky and destroying Rockstar. So, yeah, they could have just had him throw it up to actually get Rockstar rather than... Yeah, I didn't like that. The fact he was just like, oh, God, this is too powerful.
1: Bye! Well, he's a child actor. I mean, they're, they're not necessarily the best thing for com- conveying emotions. Ah, no. like, oh, This is too hot to handle. Uh I mean it was very convenient that um he found the mirror right next to the heat of the battle.
0: Yeah. When the mirror grows big, I mean maybe this is it, but yeah they they she opens it up at the Megazord and things and did do the Power Rangers actually cover their eyes in the American one?
1: Yes. So what happens yes, is they do. okay. Yeah, Scorpina grows and there's a big mirror and it's like, "Oh god, she's opened up the mirror big fat giant beam at the, the Megazord. It's gone. It's destroyed, right? No. The Megazord sees the reflection, covers its eyes, then all the Power Rangers inside, they go, AVERT YOUR EYES! Ah! Oh, and they cover their eyes. And it's like, yeah, but that's not the power of the Mirror Destruction. It's an energy beam. No. What What were they covering their eyes for? That doesn't make any sense.
0: Yeah, well, it makes even less sense in the Japanese one, because obviously Daijujin is its own entity. Like, the Megazord is alive. Yeah. And although the the rangers cover their faces, Daiju Jin doesn't cover his face.
1: Um, No, I guess it doesn't. I mean, in the American one, it just like it looks shocked. It looks shocked to see itself for the first time ever. I suppose <laughs> it it's looks like, shocked, Oh my god, is it? that's what I look like. I look like a <laughs> toy.
0: <laughs> oh, wait till we get to next episode in the Zoo Ranger. I'm telling you. Ah. Oh. And then obviously Goldar looks into the mirror, and that doesn't do anything either. He goes, "Oh, yeah." He looks, and they sort of panic. And throw it up in the air so that it can be destroyed. Because she obviously throws it up in the air for a very long time. And then they cut it in
1: half with the power sword and everything's a-okay. Why? I don't know, because that's what they're supposed to do, I suppose.
0: But it's a powerful mirror. I mean, sure, if it's used in the hands of evil, that's powerful. Mm. If it's used in the hands of good, also powerful.
1: Yeah, like they could have grabbed the mirror and attached it to the Megazord's chest place and it'd be like a, a, the, the mother of all uni-beams.
0: That would be amazing. That would be amazing.
1: Well, you know, assuming you could still fire in Megazord mode, because apparently all it does is just lets people realise, oh, God, I'm ugly. Oh, God, don't look at me. Don't look at me. Well, yeah.
0: But either way, they could still use it on the ground, you know. Yeah,
1: but there's also another side of it. What if they, by slicing it in half and destroying it, it created a catastrophic explosion, which would have wiped out half the planet? They didn't know that would happen.
0: They they don't think about that sort of thing do they?
1: No, they they all action first, questions later. Much later. Much
0: much later. Yeah. I don't know. And then Jeremy takes ages to actually care about the fact that Jason has not been around for half the episode. Yeah. And yet the the worst bit is then when we get like a full like it's got to, it felt like about 10 minutes it felt like it felt like one of your recaps yeah you know jeremy just going i went here and i saw this and the power rangers did this and it was so cool Cool. and then they morphed at nine minutes into the
1: episode (laughs) he did actually say they morphed in the nine minutes he did yeah (laughs) he he did which incidentally (laughs) (laughs) which incidentally it's uh uh it's morphing time at nine minutes and 50 seconds there you go
0: wow Wow, there we go. Um, yeah, it just felt like such an unnecessary time filler. And, of course, he was recapping things that he couldn't possibly have seen.
1: Oh, yeah, that's true, actually.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, well, that, yeah, all nonsense.
1: Yeah, that scene would have been fixed if Jeremy was more excitable and manic and just rushing through and stumbling over his words and going... And then the, and the, and the Red Ranger came up and he was, like, punching things and then there was, like, Scorpina and there was all this... and he went, if he was like that, it would have been better. But he was very slow, thought f- through all his words. He was voiced by a different actor. I mean, it just didn't work.
0: Yeah. Um, should, we, should we take a break for a short second? Because Khan has finally put up the video. He's what? He's put up the video. Oh, this is
1: super exciting. Let's just take a quick look at this. Hang on. Well, I'm going to keep recording.
0: Then we can come back and we, and we do the ratings. Yeah. But I feel I feel we need to watch this. <laughs>
1: I'm very, I'm very pleased with that. And I, I think I'd be more than happy to keep doing that, frankly. <laughs>
0: well, let's see if our listeners can tell which which ones are us. Yeah, yeah. Well done. So, if you want to see that, go to Helmet's Henshin on Twitter. Yep. And or just the show notes of this episode, if Grax remembers to put it in. I will. You will. Excellent. Cool. Okay. So back to the episode. I think it's time to rate and review this one.
1: Yes, I think we've covered all the important points of this episode.
0: Except for the fact that it's got a lot of Scorpina in and that automatically bumps it up.
1: Yes, I agree. Because she, she's so fine. Mm, she's getting a lot of airtime on this. Oh yeah, there was one thing we didn't talk about. There's no Tommy. There is no Tommy. Well done. Tommy yeah. was not in this episode at all.
0: No, nope. I mean, I, I don't think it was filmed out of sequence or anything. I think Tommy they just couldn't be bothered to think of a reason for Tommy not to be there.
1: Yeah. I mean they can't all yeah. be winners. No.
0: <laughs> Which yeah, I'm I'm okay with that. I think I'd rather have them not meant just not mention him at all. I have to say he's
1: he's one of my favorites, but I didn't miss him in this episode. It was it felt like it was okay for him not to be here.
0: I didn't realize until I looked it up afterwards. I really just didn't twig the fact that he wasn't in the episode. You
1: clearly don't love him. You don't no. love him like I love him.
0: No, like Kimberly loves him, like but Kimberly. we'll get on to that next time. Next time! Anything could happen. <laughs> anyway, so yes, ratings. Um, I'm struggling with this one, actually. I, I don't think it was a bad episode of Power Rangers. I don't think it was a good episode of Power Rangers. It was really the most middling that Power Rangers could be for me.
1: Yes, yes.
0: It would have been a three power coins out of five. Now it puts it somewhere between three and four power coins. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if I, although Scorpina being a, in it a lot does make me want to give it a four, I feel like if I did give it a four, Quinn would have a shit fit. So <laughs> so I'm going to give it three power coins mm-hmm. out of six. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's not special, but it's not bad either. And the mirror's a nice concept.
1: I'm pretty much right there with you, being slapped. Bang in the middle. There was some yeah. good points in there. I liked some of the things in the episode. I like I like uh Rockstar, the monster, I like the fighting, as I usually do, lots of Scorpina, which is super fine. Yeah. yeah. And I just
0: like evil babes, you know.
1: I, who doesn't like evil babes, frankly? Yeah. The mirror of destruction, it's a great name, it's a great concept, which which unfortunately wasn't used very well. No. It just should have been an energy beam throughout throughout the entire episode, but it wasn't. But the things I didn't like was the the, the general human storyline with Jeremy being around is kind of weak. I found the dubbing of Jeremy completely off-putting, and it yeah. always took me out of the episode. Yeah, and I agree, yeah. Everything else was just kind of bland. So with that, yeah. all those good points and bad points put together, I would give us three power coins out of six as well.
0: Okay, and I'm pretty sure that Quinn's probably still going to have a s*** but... <laughs> Well, whatever, mate. You know. Let him fit away. was <laughs> all I say. Yeah, just st- yeah. Stop listening. No, do do carry on this thing, please. You're, please our, do. you're 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 wonderful. You're literally our only listener.
1: You're wonderful.
0: I think that about wraps it up. Obviously, if you have differing opinions, let us know on at Ranger Pod or Ranger Pod on Facebook, and join us next time because we'll be looking at Calamity Kimberley. I'm already mm. excited by the title.
1: Indeed, because imagine the possibilities with Kimberly. Just imagine them.
0: Uh, We've already done our creepy quota for this episode, I feel.
1: Yeah, yeah, you're right. We better save it for next time.
0: Yep, so I've been PDT.
1: And I've been off watching Khan's video once again.
0: (laughs) I'm going to go and watch it right now before we record the next episode.
1: Bye. Bye! Bye!